are all here self-selected, right? So there's, I guess, immediately for me, there's something that tells me there is a healthy drive inside of all of you to want to talk about things that have been going on in your life, right? Like, it's, it's quite a big thing to put yourself forward to do this, and I, I recognise that, but it, it also speaks to me that there's something really healthy inside of you that wants to talk, wants to share, wants to connect. And so I wonder where the group wants to begin. Not from that area, obviously, like I said, it was quite a white predominant area. Mm. I, my family moved into that area. So I was the only one in that year and you look different from, from straight from the start. You kind of, you don't have to have a conversation with someone, but because mm. your skin colour is different, for example, you already have that barrier. And I think people are uneducated, obviously a lot of racial stuff happens mm. and stuff like that. And for me, I never fit in and I don't think anyone wanted me to fit in. So in my head, but they're right then, aren't they? Because there's more of them than me, so they must be right. I clearly don't belong here. So I think that for me then, carrying that through my life, that's, that's it from now on. Like I think I just have a lot of on edge and, and yeah. anxiousness because I'm like, right, well, I don't fit in. And there's a real, you know, I don't want to ignore the reality to that, you know, that actually experiencing racism repeatedly throughout your early formative years, even into adulthood, right, does really change our nervous system. It changes the way. So I really want to be, you know, mindful here that we're not just saying, this is all your psychology, mm. right? This is all about you. No, no, like actually you're talking about something that exists in reality yeah. and that you've had to deal with, right? And that no, has definitely. influenced you. And I think like that client class clown kind of aspect, well, if you're just by yourself, you just have to play off that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, you joke about, you join in with a joke. But actually then you're then, I don't know, you're then tarnishing your own kind of identity in that sense. And I think later on in life, I was really annoyed at myself for doing that. But it's a survival thing, like mm, you just have to do absolutely. that in that moment. But now looking at it now and you think, oh, why did I do that? Like, that's so annoying that I did it. But, um, but yeah, no, I, just, I, think I, I think that's always just carried around with me. I think that when I go mm. into coffee shops and you, know, people, you just feel like they're judging me because that was the kind of same judgment every time I walked into school in that classroom, walking in the classroom, you almost feel like he goes quiet. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's just, you just carry that around with you. Yeah, and what it's like to be in predominantly white spaces, mm. right? But, you know, as much as you're saying, and I imagine things have changed since you were a little boy, we still know that, you know, often there is a lot of predominantly white spaces and what it means for you to go into those spaces mm. here today. No, it's you know, okay. Like, I, like, I, I, I think I'm more educated on the, like, the scenario. So like here, absolutely fine. When I walked in, absolutely fine. I think I know certain places that I definitely know I can't go in. And there's some places that I've never been before. So a lot of my friends are white and I'll say to them, okay, going to go stay at his house. I'm like, yeah, come. Should we go to the local? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. But I always ask him, like, is he going to be all right? And that's not because that's a bad pub or that's a bad or he's a bad person. I've just got to make sure that I'm going into a place that I feel comfortable in. And safe. And like I know that they're not going to just stop and look or something like yeah. that. And it's not because they stop and look because they hate Asians or hate. It's more they're just not familiar being around people like that because maybe that area doesn't have that many Asians or, you know, coloured people in the area. But I just, yeah, it's, it's always a guard. And I think that gets quite, gets quite um, tiring mm. in that sense. But... Uh, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not, not in any way that like relating to, to kind of race because I don't know how it feels like to be like that. But um, so I'm, so I'm Welsh and we moved to, we moved up north. 
so we were in Blackbird when I was like three. So like really Welsh family, and then we were away from anywhere that was that was on our own. We sounded different. We were, um, and then I I'm just aligning to sometimes that outsider all the time. So we were always Welsh people living in England, um, and there was never really any other Welsh people around us or anything. So it's not saying at all in terms of. Mm -hmm like understanding like what it feels like to be racially abused or anything but just that outsider feeling of thinking oh like everyone else has got something shared here and i'm not part of that necessarily do i have to prove myself to show that i can be part of the group like the joker stuff to to, to banter with it or anything like that um and then you sometimes feel you're selling yourself out a little bit doing it yeah because you're selling that you feel like you're selling your identity but you need to do that to be in that area. In order, in yeah, order to be accepted. To, to be accepted and to feel part of that group. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm mindful of the time that we've spent together and, and we're, we're probably coming up towards the end of today's first kind of session. And I'm curious about how people, because this is a, a live group, right? This is to evolve. I don't own this group, right? You are all responsible for this group yourselves. I, I guess hearing a few... Um, I, I kind of really relate to what you said here, which is, uh, you know, I'm really mindful that it's a first session that we want to kind of probably ease ourselves into this, right, to get a kind of gist of how we feel, how did today feel, and, and spend some time to think about that. But I, I also am really mindful of this need that we have talked about, about wanting to dive deeper. And so I wonder how people want to take that forward, whether in each session that we meet, somebody wants to start and kind of share what it is that really, you know, they've been holding on to and the group go from there. Or, you know, you have something else that, you know, it looks different in your mind, but I'm curious about that. I'm curious about how you found today and how you want to take it forward. I think for me, it's, I've, as I say, what I was most intrigued about was trying to understand where I am and how I actually feel. So I, I personally would like to go down that route like I just mentioned and dig deeper, see what I can get out of it. I think I think we don't like. I think we're all quite socialised beings and and have probably all you know like uh, all share a lot of the same things. But I feel as though this is you know like, like a session where you first meet each other. Yeah. Yeah. You don't kind of want to run in and go. Oh, by the way, I was there. Like because everyone goes a bit like that. But I do feel as though. We've all got deeper things that we can share, mm -hmm. and hopefully on the back of this, we're a lot more comfortable with each other. Yeah, um, to know that we're safe to be able to do that together, um, and we can go on a journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is good. no, definitely. I feel like yeah, it, I, I can sometimes just like once it's open, it's open, in it. But I feel like yeah, absolutely. It's I feel like I could take a lot from this group. Like mm -hmm. everyone's circumstances are very different. But, for example, you talk about your, your lot down that journey of talking to yourself a lot more, and I think I definitely need to explore that. So being in this group and being able to talk about these and go on this journey, I feel like I can definitely take something away and start working on it because I didn't know I needed to do it because it wasn't a thing for me to think about. Right, yeah. But by being and speaking to all you guys, definitely, like, I feel like I can take something from it. And, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to kind of open it all up and see what happens. Yeah. I'll turn to this side of the room. Yeah, I'm just as just as happy as the the guys really do um, delve deeper into why I'm here, um, and I guess having had the therapy before um, and with it still being ongoing, it's one of those that 
I can, I don't know, I can see certain things that maybe I've processed a bit more than, than others here. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if, there's, if, 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 if even I can help with my experiences to share with the guys and, and help them in terms of, you know, their, their journey. As well. Making sure we don't fall into that trap of then yeah. neglecting why you are here. True. Right. There's elements that have come up. Grief is a big element that's come mm. up today. Mm. Um, my grief is very different, and I sometimes struggle to uh, to address it as grief because it doesn't feel valid. But it's a grief for a childhood that I didn't have. Mm. I, was, I had to grow up too quickly. I had to protect myself too much. So. I'm learning to grieve a childhood that I never had. When, when we talk about the loss of children or you know, miscarriages, to me that's like, shit, that's real grief right there. But actually my grief is real grief too. So that notion that's come up about grief is big for me. I didn't think it would be today, but that's come up and I'm like, right, I'd really like to explore that more to work out how you guys deal with grief and how I could maybe use some of that for my benefit without sounding too selfish. Um, and for me, I just know that my day is going to be infinitely better after this conversation. So the next five times we meet, I know that that day will be a brilliant day because I'll have started it off in a sense of open, honest conversation. So I just want to make sure that I honestly carry that on mm -hmm. forwards because I speak to people every single day as part of my recovery program. I do this kind of stuff every single day. Okay. So I've, I don't want to say I feel comfortable with it because obviously there's talking about it and then there's delving deep. And to prove to myself that I can delve a bit deeper, I think the grief, the grief aspect would be something really beneficial for me. Yeah, well, I agree with you in that sense. Obviously, I think grief for me is like, that's the important part that I want to dive deeper into. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of sadness in the room as well, yeah. especially when uh, John was talking, that kind of struck a chord with me there because he mentioned suicide, which is kind of part of my story. And I just feel like I want to dive a bit deeper. And it feels like a privilege as well, to be honest, sat here and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. being able to share like you guys want to share your kind of stories with me so I feel like quite privileged that you guys want to do that as well mm. and I, I am really privileged you know to be sat here with all of you being so willing to share um, and I think what I've been juggling is that desire as you said you know to kind of get to know one another and socialize and um, it's not just about the politeness. I think there's something really true about setting up a, a safe space, right, where it feels okay to do this. It feels okay to test out the waters. But I am mindful that defensively we can keep things at a superficial level. And I wonder if that's maybe what you didn't like about the AA meeting, right, that there's a desire to go deeper, but we could keep it at a superficial level because actually it's painful to look at these things or it's scary or... What's there? Well, that, that's the. I, I definitely, obviously, found myself, you know, talking, and I'm a very analytical person, mm. and you kind of talk about the things that have happened and stuff like that. But there was a moment where I spoke about something that was probably inside, mm -hmm. and that felt like it. It felt like a, a deeper bit, and but I'd feel more comfortable with you in in kind of the next sessions to to go and explore that because mm. I did feel as though there were moments between us all where, you know, you could that was the bit where you'd go into that deeper level of conversation yeah. and you'd say, I feel like this, yeah. this is what it made me feel like that. But as a, as a kind of a first session, I think as 
blokes all sat here and not just saying it's stereotypically blokes and stuff, you kind of still have, you know, your body armour on a little bit. Right, the wall is up a bit. Yeah, yeah. but um, I, I definitely hope in the next ones and stuff and everybody feels comfortable with each other enough to know that we're safe and secure and we can do that. And that's also for myself as well. I'm quite opposite. I struggle with the superficial mm -hmm. conversations now. I, I, I want to <laughs> do it. Like, when you were talking, dude, I was like... I. It's, it's not for me because I'm not trained in it or anything, yeah. but I was like, go on, man, you let can, it out, yeah, It's dude. not about being trained, right? Like, I was like, let it together. out, dude, like, yeah. let's go for it, so and then... You get yeah. so much more out of real conversation. You sit there no. talking about weather and sports, I don't care right. about sports, I'm like... <laughs> right, yeah, we're really going to do this. But because I've had a lot of conversations and really grown from those deep sort of conversations, to me, that's where no, that's life where needs is, to yeah. go, and that's where it's at, and this definitely has that possibility for you to be so strong and talk about yeah, miscarriages and, and for everyone to talk about little aspects of their lives that start to build up into a bigger picture. It's like, this has got some real possibility to be really life-changing. And that to me is like, come on then, let's yeah. do that because definitely. I don't want to go and sit in a cafe and talk about, I don't know, what was on the TV last night because it just seems such a waste of, of a waste chance of to grow. Mm. I, I don't mean waste of time, but I mean... No, but it could the, the, be a waste of time, right? And we have to, we can speak to that too, right? That actually, what would feel like a waste of your time? You know, six months from now, if you came away from here and, and thought, yeah, I regret that I didn't use that opportunity mm. in this way. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I'm really inviting in. And, and that's why I'm saying it's yours to hold, it's your group. But how, how do you want to do that moving forward? And it sounds like you're in agreement that you would like maybe the start of a session for one person to share and then for everybody else to kind of to, to add in, is that right? Yeah? I, th I think so. To kind of riff off Because it's knowing when's the right time. Like, I'm a chatter, so I love a chat. Um, but, you know, giving space to other chaps to, to feel as though that they can, they can express that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I'll talk about all the books that I've read and <laughs> all the podcasts I've listened to. Yeah. So do we want to formalise that? So when we go away from here, the person coming in next knows that actually this is going to be my session where I'm going to be the first one to open up who who would like to kind of rather than get here on the day and pick that out it might be something you want to kind of <laughs> more give more thought to oh, no, I don't mind going first <laughs> yeah I'm happy to yeah okay Good.